0: Of oil that was ever seen, that the physicians to whom he had shown samples had so pronounced it. He added that he had no knowledge as to how the result was obtained, the dogs had been treated in all respects as usual, and were of an ordinary breed. I deemed it my duty to explain, which I did, though palsied would have been my tongue if I could have foreseen the consequences. Bewailing their previous ignorance of the advantages of combining their industries, my parents at once took measures to repair the error. My mother removed her studio to a wing of the factory building, and my duties in connection with the business ceased. I was no longer required to dispose of the bodies of the small superfluous, and there was no need of alluring dogs to their doom, for my father discarded them altogether, though they still had an honourable place in the name of the oil. "'So suddenly thrown into idleness, "'I might naturally have been expected "'to become vicious and dissolute, "'but I did not. "'The holy influence of my dear mother "'was ever about me, "'to protect me from the temptations "'which beset youth, "'and my father was a deacon in the church. "'Alas, that through my fault "'these estimable persons "'should have come to so bad an end.' "'Finding a double profit in her business,' My mother now devoted herself to it with a new assiduity. She removed not only superfluous and unwelcome babes to order, but went out into the highways and byways, gathering in children of a larger growth, and even such adults as she could entice to the oilery. My father, too, enamoured of the superior quality of oil produced, purveyed for his vats with diligence and zeal. The conversion of their neighbours into dog oil... Became, in short, the one passion of their lives, an absorbing and overwhelming greed took possession of their souls, and served them in place of a hope in heaven, by which also they were inspired. So enterprising had they now become that a public meeting was held, and resolutions passed severely censuring them. It was intimated by the chairman that any further raids upon the population would be met in a spirit of hostility. My poor parents left the meeting broken-hearted, desperate, and I believe not altogether sane. Anyhow, I deemed it prudent not to enter the oilery with them that night, but slept outside in a stable. At about midnight, some mysterious impulse caused me to rise and peer through a window into the furnace room, where I knew my father now slept. The fires were burning as brightly as if the following day's harvest had been expected to be abundant. One of the large cauldrons was slowly walloping with a mysterious appearance of self-restraint, as if it bided its time to put forth its full energy. My father was not in bed. He had risen in his night-clothes, and was preparing a noose in a strong cord. From the looks which he cast at the door of my mother's bedroom, I knew too well the purpose that he had in mind. Speechless and motionless with terror, I could do nothing in prevention or warning. Suddenly the door of my mother's apartment was opened, noiselessly, and the two confronted each other, both apparently surprised. The lady also was in her nightclothes, and she held in her right hand the tool of her trade, a long, narrow-bladed dagger. "'She, too, had been unable to deny herself the last profit "'which the unfriendly action of the citizens and my absence had left her. "'For one instant they looked into each other's blazing eyes "'and then sprang together with indescribable fury. "'Round and round the room they struggled, "'the man cursing, the woman shrieking, both fighting like demons, "'she to strike him with the dagger, "'he to strangle her with his great bare hands.' I know not how long I had the unhappiness to observe this disagreeable instance of domestic infelicity, but at last, after a more than unusually vigorous struggle, the combatants suddenly moved apart. My father's breast and my mother's weapon showed evidences of contact. For another instant they glared at each other in the most unamiable way. Then my poor wounded father, feeling the hand of death upon him leapt forward unmindful of resistance grasped my dear mother in his arms dragged her to the side of the boiling cauldron collected all his failing energies and sprang in with her in a moment both had disappeared and were adding their oil to that of the committee of citizens who had called the day before with an invitation to the public meeting convinced that these unhappy events closed to me every-